Hello and welcome to Podcast Savito, a Big Brother podcast. On Podcast Savito, we recap, discuss, and analyze every episode of Big Brother 24. And with that, with me, as always, is my brother, Owen. Hey. Hey, Owen. Yeah, we have no Brendan this week, so that's why I'm doing the intro and probably butchered it. I feel like I missed a whole line. <laughs> uh, it it feels like a little hollow, like there might have been something there, but I don't know what it was. I, I didn't hold the hello long enough. Not hold I think that that's long what it enough. was. Well, if he listens to this, he can tell us what we missed. Yeah. Uh, but hey, we're back one week instead of two weeks this time. Yeah, I mean, it was it was close. We had an eight thirty episode. Oh, we, boy, we have yeah. no Brendan here. Things yeah. can always come up, uh, but somehow the mics are on. Yeah, I love it. Uh, and I feel like we have a decent week of Big Brother to talk about. Oh yeah, no, I. Again, this season is all about exciting gameplay. Not sure if I like anyone that's playing the game. But no, like not at all. Yeah. But I don't know. The Dire Fest and Brochella was, I think, a good twist. And we'll get into that. I guess we'll just get right into uh, hashtag butt first. Did you notice that they've uh, they've gotten rid of hashtag butt, butt first? Like, it, Julie still says yeah, butt yeah. first. But, they don't do but the now they do hashtag BB24. Yeah, I think it gets gets straight to the point a little more. Yeah. I mean, we, we really came up with the segment because it's like, hashtag butt first was stupid. <laughs> it's totally stupid. And I think we were a little bit early, but now, has it always been a meta thing that like fans and players have been attached to? Because I've heard like players reference butt first this year. I think, I mean, the more something gets repeated, the more likely it is to catch on. They were doing it for what felt like a decade. Yeah, okay. So people, we didn't create it. Yeah. <laughs> you think people in the house are talking about Podcast Evita? Maybe. Yeah, listen to this pod. Yeah, that's how I knew about the game. And that's how they knew that they, I remember when Julie called us out specifically for like a cease and desist oh, yeah. last year. Can't can't forget that. Um. All right. So let's get into the Wednesday episode. Um. Just sort of level setting. After Sunday's episode, we have Jasmine and Monty on the block and Big Brochella and Turner and Joseph on the block out at dire fest um and then afterwards is just kind of like the follow fallout right and i think what's interesting here is out in the yard um terrence is is covering his tracks dj showtime he he has a different story for everybody and all he wants to get is some more information and he does yeah <laughs> he actually played it really well he tells turner that oh the nomination was a miscommunication based on Turner saying that's facts, which it seems like he does constantly mm-hmm. in response to Terrence telling him that he threw Otev. And then he also tells Joseph, a little bit of smoke screen here, that Kyle is the actual target not to worry. What do you think about DJ Showtime's play, play here? So the word on DJ Showtime that I've been hearing about him through like feed Twitter from the very start was that even feed people who would watch his every move had no idea what he actually thought on anything. Like He was that good in transitioning his opinion from one conversation to another. So I think he was built for this moment to <laughs> finally be able to do that in a significant manner. Uh, and this is like the small potatoes of the week. He's just kind of buying himself time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... I do think I'm like impressed, especially with what he told Turner. 
because like that's a really specific lie and it can kind of be rationalized like oh i'm sorry man like i i guess i kind of overthought it um i agree i i thought the exact same thing whereas like the joseph thing that's more standard just lying to the person that's actually your target but he managed to save the turner relationship basically with yeah. that lie, it would have been really easy for him to like empty the barrel and be like, he could have said like, yo, Daniel told me weeks ago that you guys were working together and I was just waiting for my time or something like he could have used that excuse instead of outing someone like Kyle. Yeah. Um, but instead he essentially played dumb and just. Uh, took the oh I'm paranoid approach and everyone believes yeah. that in Big Brother. Yeah, I think that was it was really smart because the the flaw with that would have been with calling out something like Daniel a few weeks back is like why why were you just so buddy buddy with me and why did you tell me I was safe? You know what I mean? Mm. It, I think you realize like oh if I'm gonna go back on this I better have something specific to the two of us that just happened otherwise yeah. it doesn't seem believable. Yeah. It's got to be like something happened between point A and point B and this is what happened. Well, I don't understand is i seem to recall when daniel was trying to do his last stand he identified everyone who's in that alliance he talked to the whole other side the whole time did he like not tell them that there was an alliance wait so you're saying daniel Daniel knew all of the seven well but it was a hunch it was a hunch but it became very clear as things yeah. kept going against him, like I can't believe he wouldn't have like laid it out to like Alyssa or someone that. Like, but here, I think I think you're right, and he might have tried to do something like that. But are we also crazy to maybe say that Alyssa and Terrence up until that point were really that clueless about the game? Like, is that that far fetched that they really just kind of missed it? Because that's the way Jasmine carried herself. That's the way Alyssa and Terrence carried themselves up until the moment Jasmine leaves and up until this week started in Direfest. Everything was like, wait, why are like nothing seems to be going our way? You yeah. know what I mean? And and they never quite seemed to put it together. Maybe DJ Showtime had some he he probably talked to, you know, Daniel a little bit, but like that's not straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. Um This was details. It was details. I'm I'm almost wondering how I guess Terrence has been clueless this whole time because he was fairly shocked by what Kyle was telling him. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't surprise me that Jasmine was clueless. She can't see past her own ego. Alyssa, <laughs> we were reminded in the Sunday episode uh, with her geometry section uh, oh that she may not be the sharpest tool. Uh, now, so it doesn't surprise was me. Was it a geometry segment or a geography segment? I made that. I That was a joke. I oh. know, I know. What I'm saying because Kyle said that he he's not good at geometry. <laughs> oh, I missed diary. that part. Yeah, no, he said. Oh. That. <laughs> Maybe I'm stupid when I didn't even realize that. Yeah, oh, that's um, funny. But uh, I would like to think. I don't know. For some reason, I want to have faith in DJ Showtime of him not being a moron, and he wasn't a moron this week. So maybe I just have to take it. Just look at this week as an isolated thing. Yeah. I have thoughts on him, and and I, I kind of want to save some of the more detailed thoughts for uh, armchair armchair hoh. Yeah, but I'm leading in the same direction as you. So, 
what kind what I didn't love about the twist was the way it made the episode structured. Mm-hmm. It's like you get a little bit from each, and then it's like POV. A little bit from each, eviction. You know what I mean? With the Wednesday and Thursday episode. It could have been a good structure if Brochella wasn't so, so boring. So boring. Yeah, unbelievably boring. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, then let's just get to some of the, the bullet points here. Um, Brittany ends up winning the veto in Big Brochella. And my, my who's house pick last week. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt she, validated she did in well. that moment. She did do well. Um, but there's there's really like something we got to talk about from this competition. Oh, Michael, I think Raven might be the only smarter house guest to ever come through the house. <laughs> like unbelievable. Everything yeah. was within if it was hundreds, it was within a hundred. If it was anything less than like two fifty, it was within ten. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, um, I'm I, there's something to he's really a genius. Like that's incredible. That word just like generally gets overused. Um but for someone like Michael, it's like, oh, I actually think like he might have the IQ to be a genius. Yes. Um he's just so spot on with things like that. And also, if if any of them were trying at chess, I feel like Joseph would have stood no chance against Oh, Michael. easily. I think Michael would have destroyed destroyed him. him. Uh, um, no doubt about that. I continue to be insanely impressed with him. It'll be interesting to see if uh, if any moves are going to be made against him. Because as I said last week, if it doesn't happen soon, it's not going to be able to happen. I know. Yeah. So Brittany ends up winning. Of course, Jasmine comes to her and is like, "You gonna use the veto on me?" And the answer was, uh, and I give Brittany respect for this. She's like, no, like, sorry, like, I'm going to keep them the same. Mm-hmm. I think in that instance, it's smart. Jasmine's got to realize, like, what leverage do you have? That are, you guys don't even, like, communicate. You're yeah. wearing girls, girls, but that was clearly, uh, you know, built on thin ice to begin with. And also, I'm pretty sure Jasmine was at least fairly mean to Brittany for a little while. Oh, she was? Well, I, I'm pretty sure, if I have the story right, it was Jasmine and Indy. Who were the ones like weird. calling her like ugly at one point? You know that's weird. Like, what kind of grown adults like actually think and talk? I like know, that? I know. It's like, especially someone so inoffensive. Like, yeah, like the only scenario where I can see grown adults doing that type of thing and it's somewhat justified is like if they're like coming at you and you do like the like, yeah, well, you're ugly kind of <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. <laughs> yeah, but but just like unprovoked yeah it's weird yeah or even if she went out there acting like sarah beast that might that yeah might <laughs> yeah i someone I like, like sarah beast like insults you can see like flowing out a little she more was easily. a lot <laughs> and, and it's so bad i'm just like yeah white girl bangs she's <laughs> like sarah beast <laughs> um but uh yeah i i'm not sure if that ever made it back to Brittany. it just uh, as we've always known, Jasmine especially seemed like Indy was in this corner too. Just kind of mean girls. Totally. Uh, and I think everyone knew that Jasmine was like that. I don't think anyone was suckered in by her uh, by her cute accent. Oh, God, no. They all saw right through it. And so that really like all uh, the rest of the stuff that even happens in Big Brochella is just basically Monty, Taylor, Brittany, and Michael sitting around thinking like, who might come back? Who, you know, what's going on out there? And they realize pretty quickly that, you know, if if it's anything, it's going to be because Kyle 
ruined it. Yeah. Their hunches are good, and we'll get more you know, to that later. I Okay. I do want to point out it was frustrating to listen to, but good game move by Kyle, or not Kyle, Michael. I mix those two up. Um, They're good, very similar. Yes. <laughs> good game move by Michael by kind of fanning the flames of like, you know, Kyle didn't show his loyalty to us last week. And if anything's going to mess everything up, it's going to be that relationship. And it just got like Taylor and Monty going about like basically what an asshole Kyle was for, for not doing what the Alliance wanted. And I just, I want logic so bad. It's actually not even logic. It's more like empathy of the fact that like, Look, guys, Kyle wasn't going to send Alyssa home. You just had to know that. And Yeah, just think about it. And they also never entertained the idea of, like, maybe we maybe we pushed that a little too hard last week. Like, maybe that's the thing that, uh, that prompts him to make a shift. Yeah, yes. And seeing what we're going to talk about and where the week goes, do you think any of them... I think Michael could put this together, but like would have the wherewithal to, to connect the dots there and realize how it happened. Because it does come back to that. It absolutely comes back to that. Yeah. You made it so Kyle felt threatened. Kyle has already showed that when his back against the wall, he's going to quickly pivot and he's going to pivot strong. Yeah. So um, I'm not I'm not sure if anyone will will put that together within the house. I'm not sure if it matters because if they put the pieces together that he pivoted. That's all they need to go after him. Yeah, uh, they they don't need to try and find the reason to like rationalize why it happened. Yeah, but yeah. So then the the next thing back out in the yard, DJ Showtime wins a veto. I was really impressed. Really impressed. You, you know, uh, he resurrected his game this week. Mm. He's a player now. He's legitimately a player now. We can't talk about him as a loser anymore. We would need to he would need to go the rest of the season, not win anything, and like be there till the end for us to be like, okay, like he had one good week. He, but other he had, than that, he's he's in this game now. He had one good week that was a monumental week, though. Yeah, it changed which, the course which of the game. Immediately takes you out of that. It takes you out of the Jasmine and Indy territory. Yeah. Oh, he's far past that. He's yeah. he's out of Alyssa territory. Oh yeah, I mean I guess out of Brittany territory in a way. In a way. In a way, in a way. Um it's just I think he's kind of in Brittany territory. Brittany's playing the game. I I, I just want to make that clear. She is playing the game, she knows everything that's happening. Um, I agree with that. But uh the perfect week from DJ Showtime it was unexpected and also I've been saying this behind the scenes all week, especially since you see fan the fan base get all riled up that that they're going to lose their boy Joseph. Joseph has had his opportunity to be a player, and he lost to DJ Showtime in a veto. What yeah. what what more do you do you need to be shown to you that like it just wasn't going to happen? Yeah, and it, you know th- this POV was tough for me because. You realize, and this was disappointing for me because I really liked Joseph. Uh, he's talking about, you know, I really want Turner to win. And if I have to, I'll win. But I, and it's like, dude, you just, you don't get it. <laughs> like, it's not about him right now. You got to survive. Yeah. 
and that's tough. I it I I think he's closer to um serial Matt, Ravens Matt than than we would have liked unfortunately because mm. I think social game wise he had all the tools to get to the end. Yeah. Um but one I think there was a lack a lack of ability to win some things but then also just like a lack of understanding about his spot in the game. Yeah. Which sucks. But you know the the Pooch and Joseph bromance resulted in zero comp wins. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Zero. Um, you know, one quick thing. Before, well, no, actually, you go first. Now, I'll, I'll, I I was just gonna I was just gonna remind everyone that Pooch was taken out week two because they thought they might never have another opportunity to do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you and also you and I said before the show, Pooch, Pooch. He's kind of like Paloma. The mm-hmm. impact that the first two people out have left is like kind of huge. Paloma actually to the game, but Pooch, we were saying no one else is really that funny. Like all yeah. all the funny stuff that happened this season was like one week of Pooch. <laughs> <laughs> so and it was to make it clear, it was specifically laughing at Pooch and never with it. Oh no, of course not. No, of course not. <laughs> but yeah, good old Pooch. Um. One thing about the POB here, I read this on online. Um, I don't know. I, I, I'm imagining some of it's pretty accurate. Uh, they had to like pause the veto for a little bit in the middle of it because the wind was whipping so hard and DJ Showtime was having a specific advantage because he was closest to the house and Joseph was farthest away. Really? So I want to give him a little bit of grace there. Like, okay, like it it didn't look easy by any means. Yeah. But it's like, dude, like get it together and win this thing. Yeah. It looks like he might have been dealing with a little bit more. Um, it's kind of like my Taylor on the edge of the wall uh, yeah. theory. Um, it's a good theory. I'm uh, not saying it was it was rigged. I'm saying it happened and that's yes. why they stopped it. Yeah. But the first one I thought might have been a little bit. And that also that also might be the type of thing that like Easily unforeseen. Totally. Uh, although they they probably should have been smarter than that, seeing as mm-hmm. uh, the way they had those containers, they were obviously factoring in that wind would be a thing. Yeah. Um, Joseph still should have won. And my strategy probably would have been, because of the wind, to make all your stacks beforehand and just try and run them over to the Someone tried that. Who, was it Kyle who tried that? I think Kyle may have tried that. I think Kyle and Alyssa may have tried it at at one point. It's not a bad um, idea. It just seemed like you weren't going to get the whole stack to stay there for like 10 minutes. So you had to just try and get them up there as quick as possible. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, But DJ Showtime. Yeah. Another point on the resume, and that's huge. Controls the week completely. So after this, we start getting some of the... You know, everyone's getting their time with DJ Showtime at the pool. And uh, specifically, I want to focus on here, you know, Joseph kind of gets the ball rolling a little bit. Obviously, Kyle spills everything on the leftovers beforehand, but he comes up to Terrence and says, hey, I want to listen on the block next to me. And that sort of gets gives Terrence everything he needs, right? Uh, he brings that back to Kyle, obviously, and, and that gets his sort of Is this not the up. moment where Terrence is talking to Joseph. Joseph makes that pitch, and he basically says, like, 
why are you trying to protect Kyle? Kyle wants you out. He's been telling me all this stuff the whole time. Uh, yes, actually, I did. I did the order on there, but you're exactly right. That's kind of where I was getting. Um, which was like a legitimate like plot twist moment within the episode for me. As soon as he started talking like that, I was just like, "Whoa, DJ Showtime!" I can't believe it. And, and I really actually think this was kind of brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant because it. Think about it. Turner and Kyle have to realize something's up, mm-hmm. right? Or no, Turner and uh, Joseph have to realize something's up when they're on, when they end up on the block. So it's not like it's gonna be. It's not gonna get out th- that Kyle turned. Mm-hmm. So you have all the leverage. Your DJ Showtime. You won the HOH. You won the POV. You might as well be the one putting that information out there and just seeing what happens as a result. And, and you can also- make decisions based off it. It also shields him in a way of, say, something happens. Something unfortunately happens and Joseph stays. Kyle's then then the target. Exactly. Not DJ Showtime. Yes. So I, I thought that was kind of brilliant. And mm-hmm. Joseph was, like, floored, obviously. Yeah. Uh, loyal to a fault. I don't think loyalty should be looked at as stupidity in this, in this sense. I really th- think that he should have had every reason to think that the Lions is going to be okay for one more week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think my qualms with the way Joseph handled himself at the end is just like he just didn't play hard enough and smart enough to to try to navigate it, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. I think that's well, – once he – I feel like he maybe should have gotten his spidey sense a little early, a he, little bit earlier, but – He needed to – he needed to do what – Monty is on track to do right now, which is you win one, maybe two early comps, show that you're capable, but not a threat. And then towards the end, you have to set yourself up to win the the last competitions. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you look really good. And Joseph seemed to think that if he was loyal, he would never have to turn it on until the end. Yeah, and that's, that's exactly not right. Possible. That's exactly right. That's well said. Um, and the other flaw in his logic is that he was loyal to seven people and not loyal to one or two. Yeah, that does usually show itself towards the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing here is just like do the math for a second. Like the the alliance doesn't even need to actively turn on each other for you to end up sitting next to another member of your alliance mm-hmm. at the end. So you need to play for yourself and you need to be smart. And I'm not saying you turn on everyone necessarily, but you got to be freaking ready to go and maybe try to make a proactive move. This has been a season, and I've appreciated this, of proactive moves. Instead of letting things happen mm-hmm. and, and responding, and Kyle's been one of the biggest you know reasons for this, I'd say. But like everyone's trying to think about how to be on the offensive instead of what we always would get annoyed with, which is like playing too safe for too long. Yeah. Uh, and this was a perfect collision of that. Do I think it was wrong for him to think, oh, we are still going with the leftovers? Not necessarily, but that is kind of a defensive position where you're trusting in your defense, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas someone t- you know, took the initiative and then perfect collision. And they also didn't like it. It wasn't clear enough to them. That they're going out to Dyerfest, 
And yeah, there are three leftover members. They could all come out of it in the end. And even even the the people inside were saying, like, basically they should be good because there's three of them out there to make it happen. And they almost never factored into the math that, like, only one other person could go for all of the leftovers yeah. to stay. Because um, they, didn't, they didn't have HOH. They could feel confident in Brochella because a lot would have to go wrong for them one of them to get voted yes out. and uh like for example the the michael Brittany, monty taylor conversation we were talking about how they well they would know if something goes wrong it's kyle to blame and it's kyle and Alyssa. there's like a lot more that could have gone wrong outside to result in two leftovers members being on the block yep at the end of the week so much more the only thing that could have gone wrong in brochella was jasmine winning the veto yeah. It's the only thing that could have gone wrong. It wasn't going to happen. Yeah. This time, they, they were acting as if the only thing that could have happened was Alyssa winning veto it, but it's like, well, someone else is making nominations and controlling replacement nominees, so you mm-hmm. only have so much control. Control. You can't break a tie like Michael could have. None of that. Yeah. Um. So, the next thing we got is uh, what ends up happening at the veto ceremonies. Now, Brochella goes as planned. Brittany doesn't use the POV. No, no shock there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then outside, you know, the the way this happened, I thought was really interesting and a little bit surprising. Uh, Terrence uses the veto to replace Turner with Kyle. Now, I'm trying to like, so his, his rationale was a little bit fuzzy, I guess. I thought I knew the rationale as the week went on. I wasn't as positive. Um, I think he knew uh, like he kind of came back to his original thought of the week is that no matter what he doesn't want a scenario where turner or Alyssa is leaving so th- you, yeah you put kyle and joseph on the block and he gets that scenario that he wants he also kind of gets his choice if he wanted to and if joseph somehow had a godfather offer to make he could cut bait with kyle easy and yeah. also break up a showman's in the process. Yep. Um, he rebuilds trust with Tur- with Turner. Yes. So maybe this is the move because you pu- it puts him in a position where, you know, if for some reason, you know, there is some sort of other alliance that's happening, he knows that Alyssa's going to vote to keep Kyle. If another vote goes the other way, he has the ultimate tiebreak. Like, so he guarantees where one vote's going by putting Kyle up there. There's also, and I wouldn't be shocked if, like, if DJ Showtime thought this way, it's a little bit like emasculating to Kyle. <laughs> Just like <laughs> in the idea of like, you were so desperate and you came to me with all this information and I still hold your fate in my hands here. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't be shocked if he wanted to send that message Stitches at least a stitches. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, you know, it, regardless of the rationale, I don't end up hating the move because I think creating an environment of chaos out there in during that like rough week really played to his benefit mm-hmm. and and kind of put, put everyone down to like bare bones. Like a yeah. lot got shared and spilled that week, and as a result, like a good player went home, or theoretically, a good player went home. Yeah. Um. So go ahead. Sorry. Well, one thing. We should say about uh, 
Direfest outside that I saw online is that they were having a big problem with like shouters over the walls. Yeah. Of like yelling things like don't trust Kyle or something. And I think there was like the first one they all might have heard. So then they were not only living in these horrible conditions, but there was a music blasting like at all times. That sounds horrible. And it's almost kind of incredible that they managed to get like as much TV out of it as they did because like they were like sleeping with the music on. I'm pretty sure. That is horrible. Yeah. (laughs) And I understand why they all had such a hard time with it. Yeah. I heard the feeds were down for a lot of the week outside and I didn't know why. There were even rumors that they were moved out of the backyard to a remote location. That obviously did not end up being the case. But like it it got to the point where the feeds went that dark outside that people thought something like that happened. That's wild. Yeah. Really interesting idea as a twist. Uh, and I largely enjoyed it. I think it brought the right kind of chaos to the game. Oh, I loved it. So, um, and, uh, I mean, this isn't the end of the week quite yet, but I, I really liked the leftovers. I thought they're a really good alliance. Yeah. Um, they don't need to be final seven to be remembered as a good alliance. It was time Correct. for them to be broken up. And the show managed to manufacture a way for that to happen semi-naturally. Mm-hmm. And it's more exciting because of it. Yeah. I, You know, it's very few. And right now it's fresh in our minds. So it's almost warping it a little bit in terms of how important it feels. Not every season is about picking an alliance that you love and like rooting for them like a team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a sports team or something like that. Yeah. Like not every alliance is the brigade or... Uh, the cookout. Yeah. Like the, what the cookout did last year was special. And it just like was lightning in a bottle. And, and it's not the model to for how alliances should and will always work. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it was really just kind of special. And so also, like, if if the the cookout happened again, like in strategy, uh, like they do the same type of pairing thing and manage to take everyone out. If that just happened again, it would have been extremely boring because we already saw it. They had pieces of it. They wanted that's kind of what they did with the Festy Bestie a little bit. And I thought yeah. that was and and that's just um, you know, Tiffany brought a good bit of gameplay into the game. Mm-hmm. But it's just like everything in Big Brother. Like at some point someone comes up with something kind of innovative or like that hasn't been seen in a while, and it becomes part of the game over yeah. time. Like, you know, stuff that like Dan Geesling or whoever was doing like ten plus years ago is now kind of just part of like accepted strategy. Yeah. Not, I mean, not the shenanigans, like the funeral and all that, but like just good gameplay. Like I just talked about with how Kyle trusted too many people. The big Dan strategy was always pick one person and put all of your trust in them. Yeah. That's what Michael's doing with Brittany. Yeah. No, super no. fan using the strategy. Super fan. Um, so yeah, Thursday episode. I mean, the Thursday episode is kind of quick, but a few things happen here. So <laughs> immediately it's like, Welcome to Big Brother. We're going to the eviction yeah. of Jasmine. Two to nothing. Like it was real simple. Yeah. Um, I thought what was more interesting than anything was the different moves that the house guests made in their goodbye messages. Uh, Michael again. I'm part of the leftovers. Da 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 da. Um, Brittany then piggybacks on that. Does as well. I also thought a more crafty. A uh, bit of, um, unless I should say, less obvious 
bit of goodbye message gameplay was Taylor saying like, Hey, like, you know, I know we might not have got along or whatever. And I don't even know if she said that, but like, that's, we know that that's the background of it, mm-hmm. but I refuse to be the one to, you know, send you out, nominate you as another, as another black woman. I think that's a very smart way to potentially get a, a jury vote. Mm-hmm. And now that everyone's doing it, like I thought the way Michael went about it, even though the Alliance is like, we shouldn't be throwing pity votes or whatever. Like the way he went about it at first was a little shady. But now we are at the point where like everyone is trying to think jury management and yeah. this is just accepted gameplay. So I like the way and that we had the contrasting styles. We've also reached a point in the in the Big Brother game as a whole where if you're part of the big alliance that lies to people and eventually gets them out, you have to say it in your goodbye message because someone is going to. So you don't want to be the one that's not saying it. Yeah. Do you think more people look at that like as do you think people look at that as like, oh, at least they're up front with me or whatever? No, they absolutely look Even at, though it's at it just... that way. Um <laughs> Oh, I guess you're right. And there 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 are some people that like like I don't think Kylan could have saved his relationship with Sarah Beast by doing it. No. But um I think generally, especially if it's someone that's more like Maybe wasn't your best friend, but like you got along with well enough, you should do the upfront thing, yeah, and not try and lie all the way through to the end. Yeah, no, I think you're right, and it's happening at the right point in the game. I'd mm-hmm. say yeah, people are enjoying now. Um, oh, we also got and Wednesday or Thursday the a Jasmine confession that she's been hamming up. Oh yeah, I should have had this an outline. Thing. Yeah, I mean we knew this. This oh, is so obvious, but. Uh, <laughs> I'm almost surprised that she's self-aware enough to know that she was doing it. I know. She did it for, what, over a month? At least over a month. Um, I mean, it happened like week two. How long has the season been going? On? I don't know. They've been there like, what, like 45 days or something? So I mean, probably if, a little over a month. If this is episode five, we've not been doing every week uh, of the True, pod, true, I mean. true. Yeah. I mean, it's it's probably been like, like seven, five to seven weeks that it, she's been doing yeah. this. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> But I love that, and she she quick gets out of there. And I thought her interview with Julie was kind of boring. Yeah, I also uh, i I think I saw it right. I sniffed out she was wearing heels. Interesting move for someone that's yeah. been injured <laughs> yeah. for a month and a half. Exactly. Uh, so we did get a little bit of stuff that was interesting before the eviction uh, for Direfest, and. Basically, this is so funny. Joseph goes up to the diary room, quote unquote diary room, and then immediately Terrence is like, "Hey, everyone, get over here!" And they form the after party, which good name, solid name, yeah. Uh, so it's Turner, Terrence, Alyssa, and Kyle. And all of a sudden, everything I said about Kyle last week is looking a lot better. Uh, where our, I think the first mover advantage was so huge, and like he's dictating the where the game's going next. It did, and you made the great point that like it seemed kind of like well he needs to win HOH, he's relying on people inside the house in Michael and Brittany, uh, and that was you know sort of the flaw in the plan there, but this happening all of a sudden you've got a game four against four, mm-hmm. and it's it's a it's a toss up. The only issue might be like the strength of each side and like whether you can win comps, but I kind of love this just seeing. I can't think of the last time like two groups of four were going at it at the end. That's kind of cool. I love 
the like this working kind of hinged on Turner. And Turner is just such a dude that like he just wants to have fun pretty much. He wants like, to ride the wave, yeah. Big moves happening, he wants to be a part of it. And it's I agree. it's the type of gameplay we haven't seen in a long time of like people that are down to make the waves just because they realize it will be the fun thing to do. Oh, totally. Uh and and I think it, they loot us a bit more in the Sunday episode. You know, Kyle's place in the leftovers was obvious, mm-hmm. right? I think Turner was smart to realize that he was probably not in the power half of that alliance. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he's not stupid. He's at no point in this game is he looked stupid. So, you know, I was surprised at first when he was so on board to do this. But the more I think about it, it kind of makes sense. So, I guess we're going to see how it plays out. Um, and then let's talk about Joseph just sort of like unraveling and confronting the group. Yeah. I don't even know how to do this in a bullet point format of like what was talked about or he kind of just spilled. Like he, he kind of just came undone. Yeah. I, I think that really is kind of the way to put it. Like he, he seemed to think that he had logic going into this like dire fest meeting but none of it made any sense like he thought he was gonna blow Alyssa's mind by saying that kyle might have left her on the block if daniel didn't want to use the veto and And it's something but like it's it's something it's also something that like he doesn't know that she already knows that but like it happened a while ago there were different people trying to make different cases like he should know that that base has probably been covered by now. Well, um, Daniel already tried this play. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and what I'm saying is like, he should have maybe pieced together that like, maybe he wouldn't be the first one telling her something like that. Yeah. And, and a, a flaw, and this is what, why I'm just frustrated with the end of his game. It's just like everything he said, like he couldn't lie. He couldn't, mm-hmm. it had to be based in truth. So like, there was only so much you could do. You know what I mean? It's like, he, I try, I stayed away from you, so I didn't have to lie to you. It's like, okay, well, that's, should I feel good about that? You know what I mean? The only thing that could have maybe helped him is if he, this is actually like almost the exact scenario where a Dan's funeral-esque move is needed where he would have needed to find some way to deflect something legitimate towards Kyle and then talk to Terrence privately and have some sort of Godfather offer for him. I don't know what it would have been. Yeah. But that's how it would have had to go down. He was never going. He, what was he going to get Alyssa to admit in front of the group that actually, yes, she did change his, her mind and she was now going to vote to keep Joseph. No, that's yeah, not going to happen. Exactly. Um, that's such a really good point because that's the only reason Dan Giesling's plan worked so well. His back was completely against the wall. And like, I, I think part of what, why it worked for him was his reputation. I think the fact that he was already an established like, winner and player in this game was a big reason that that worked. I don't think it's exactly replicable, but you make a good point that like, these are the moments when you need to try something it, like that. And maybe yes. this was his attempt. I don't know. And if you look back at that 
previous moment, he does all that stuff, acts like he's quitting. Um, and then when he turns around and talks to Frank, who's the HOH, he, he basically made the case of your backs against the wall every week. And once you're not in power, you're going to be against the wall again. No one would expect us to work together because we've been against each other the whole time. Like, he made the flip the house case and and Frank took it back in that season. Yes. You can't really make that case to Terrence because like you can't you couldn't have any knowledge that Terrence would possibly be back in a power position. Whereas Correct. someone like Frank back on that season absolutely was expected to be back in some power yeah. position. Um that's a classic, like, I could pull this off by players around me who knew how to play the game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but still, there should have been some approach like that. He seemed to have no self-awareness that if DJ Showtime wanted Kyle to go home at the end of the week, Kyle would have gone home, I think. He w- he yeah. probably could have convinced Turner to split the vote and then he would have broken he, the yeah. Um, but he, he didn't even come close. I mean, this is like, uh, when, when your favorite team sneaks into the playoffs and you kind of like hope that they put the up first a good quarter game, yeah. and they just like get blown out and it's actually massively disappointing that they even made it to the playoffs because yes. they got blown out. Yeah. Um, Joseph got blown out here. I I'm totally with you on that. And and ultimately, it was it was hopeless because if if he realized that his back was against the wall before, um, you know, earlier in the week. Well, actually, no, I take that back. He does this after veto when it's all said and done. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he start making moves before? Like he just trusted too much. Yeah, no, he absolutely did. Uh, it's kind of disappointing, and, and it's disappointing because you you like him. He's like a nice presence in the house, mm-hmm. but you know what? He didn't deserve to get out of this situation. He didn't play the game well enough. Yeah. Completely agree. Um, so yeah, he gets evicted two now two zero. No shock here. I the only thing I was shocked by is I actually thought that they were going to try and make their story that like Turner tried to stick with the leftovers and Alyssa obviously voted to keep Kyle and and Terrence wanted Joseph gone and like they can keep Turner's spot a little more intact. The story they come back with has worked well enough in defending why Turner would have made the vote unanimous. But yeah. um, I thought it was a little sloppy that they were so it was sloppy willing it, to do this. It was sloppy, and it fell into the same logic of uh, a few weeks back where everyone went up to Michael's HOH room and was like, you need to get out. Um, who was Monty. it? Mon- you need to get out Monty, like one, at, one after another. Yeah. And it, it kind of followed the same pattern in Sunday's episode here. Uh, they basically, you know, to summarize it, said Joseph kind of lost it and sold out, sold out everybody along the way. And yeah. it became clear that he had to go, right, more yeah. or less. Uh, you know, Taylor, Michael, Brittany, they seem to buy it, but don't buy it. I Clearly, I don't think these people are the best liars. You watch Terrence talk to Taylor. He does the classic, like, look off to the left. He will not look her in the eye when he's talking to her. Like, you got to be able to read that, like, he's feeding you a line. I mean, someone someone like Nicole, who's been trained to spot liar, she would have spotted something like that immediately. <laughs> but um, it's 
it's a little weird that they they hammed it up a little too much. Like they might as well have said like Joseph was actually taken out of the house in a straight jacket. Like that's how they were <laughs> acting like it happened. Um he covered himself self in mud and just <laughs> ran around naked the whole week. Um but they could have easily sold like he was their target or he was Terrence's target and him and Kyle ended up on the block and there was kind of just nothing to do about it. Mm-hmm. They're not positive if he if he made some last second drastic moves. Yeah. That they could have easily sold that and it would it would make sense because that's kind of the scenario that happened. Yeah, yeah. To some extent anyway. So this sell job I thought was super interesting. And then they get into the HOH competition. Now here's where it all comes down to, right? We talked about the after party forming. We talked about Kyle trying to make a move. And the only way they get any sort of leverage is if he or someone else, you know, within quote unquote the after party wins. So it would be him, Turner, or Alyssa. Yes, exactly. So, and that's not a thing you got to think about. It's like, oh yeah, I'm bringing the person who can't compete in the HOH into a an but even number. But the other showdown. side had the other person that couldn't. Oh yeah, never mind. HOH, I take that so. back. Good thought. Good thought. Um, so then they do the little mini cans HOH. This one, I think, it would be torture. I think it, I would have a nervous breakdown doing this. <laughs> uh, I don't even like watching it. That's how much I dislike this. I count. feel like I kind of have shaky hands, so I don't think I, don't I think do. I'd be good at it. Well, now I have that thumb issue. I would. I, oh, oh, it, yeah. You wouldn't. I wouldn't even be able to do it. It would. It would hurt too bad. You like would borderline have to like excuse yourself, excuse. Jasmine style. You like almost pass out because <laughs> yeah. you see the tiny cans. <laughs> I, I was. I was saying when I watched it, I was like, this would be the best one to like be the outgoing Hoh. Yes. Oh, I, I couldn't be able to handle it. Yeah. And just stand there awkwardly and watch it with you Terrence. You just get like Terrence, super Terrence white, like, watching. Your face falls into the little diorama. <laughs> <laughs> he, he passed out into it. <laughs> oh, that would suck. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so I hate this comp. Uh, and Kyle was pretty good at it. Yeah. Kyle almost won it twice. He got to the last can twice. Well, when he got there the second time, I... Well, like, you know, you watch the show. It's like kind of a second screen experience sometimes. And I made sure, like, tune back in. Like, oh, obviously, like, Kyle's not going to not get it the second time. Um, I was shocked when he knocked it I over. Know. And that that's the moment where, like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be judgmental. If like someone cried after <laughs> like that, oh, it'd be it'd be just horrible. Yeah, it would be that person crying and me crying because of my thumbs. Yeah, and <laughs> the other problem, if I were in the competition, is I can be like very vocal when something like that messes up, like let out like a, a good like damn it or something like that. Everyone yeah. would know what stage I was at just by being like, God, <laughs> oh man, um. So, by the way, I just realized I did the biggest faux pas. Oh. And we made fun of Brendan. Yeah. And you know what? Let's just pretend the Sunday episode never happened. And we're saying goodbye to Joseph and Jasmine right now. So, with that, we have some goodbye messages. Jasmine. 
Seeing you go home feels like smoking a country fried ham on a skillet. Joseph, you have been so loyal to the leftovers in this game. Too bad they threw you out for some fresh bologna at Direfest. Zing. All right, so we're back in the Sunday episode that we definitely didn't know happened yet. And <laughs> uh, I don't know how you're going to edit that, but oh, well, I'm, I'm no, sure it'll be I good. Mean, it, will, it will go normal. Yeah. So uh, what I thought was interesting here is, so Turner, he lays it out bare. I'm aligned with everybody in the house. What do I do? And he says, I'm going to make everyone feel good going into nominations and tells all the leftovers you're safe. Don't worry. Like we're good. And he like gives him the thumbs up. It's like, I don't know if that's how he communicates normally, but it seemed kind of obvious. He, no, he says that's facts or that's fire to everything. Yeah. pretty much. That, and I'm not kidding. That seems to actually be like the feed read on him is that he says those two things Constantly. to everything. So the idea that you would just get like, a thumbs up from Turner seems pretty on brand to me. Yeah. So, and, and you know what? I think it sort of feeds into his uh, his personality. It's like, he's a vibes guy. Let's keep the vibes good until I nominate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, why do I need to make this bad now? Yeah. Uh, what, what was it last year? Um, oh, was it Derek X telling Christian he was going to nominate him ahead of time? Is that what it was? Yep. And it just was, it was hell. And he got cornered in the little like, yeah. weight room area. <laughs> so that doesn't really do you any good. Yeah. It just leaves it, leaves it open for someone to try to convince you or, or create drama. I I don't think a segment will work to point this out at any different point. A lot of amazing race talk on this season. Yeah, I the presumptuousness is killing me. Yes. Kyle and Alyssa will not be on the amazing race, but... DX and Claire are that one. Well, DX was like a really good house. Guest. Dude, I love DX. And DX Claire like gets there by proxy. DX is one of my favorites of the last like five years. Yeah. Um, and I liked Claire a lot. I mean, she she wasn't like the most exciting Correct. house guest, but um, she was good on the season. Like, Correct. But she, I mean, she's there because they're dating. Like she mm-hmm. wouldn't be there because they were like this dynamic duo in the house that like yeah. was aligned or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but cause no, problems make it DX and Chata. <laughs> I, but you know, I kind of like that. Um, CBS has turned into like this little reality universe where like everything kind of kind of intersects. It's so weird because you know I would be watching like the Challenge and MTV, and like you'd see how it would intersect with other shows, and then eventually they branched out and sort of made that connection and brought us a big brother people and whatever. And then all of a sudden the idea of big brother being a gateway to other shows more than just like the amazing race is now just a given. Yeah. And I hate that these house guests think that that's the world that they're now entering. You need to earn that. Like you need to be around. You need to be a house guest people care about. Like you need to be at least at the level of like Alyssa from last season. Mm-hmm. Alyssa is on the challenge. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah, I get that. She's a pleasant house because we liked her whatever like and then for some reason they keep da- put putting david on everything which does not make <laughs> sense to me but i watched a few minutes of the challenge and he's actually a little more interesting on there so go for um it. you know it 
it goes in line with all of pop culture nowadays. Well, one of my friends has made has had a take going for a while, and he's just right on it. Is it kind of came to the surface because of Marvel that people just like crossovers? Love it, yeah. And it's it's working here for CBS. Everything's an extended universe, the uh, ninety day fiance universe. Yeah. <laughs> so Kyle and Turner are talking uh, up in the HOH room about what they're going to do. First of all, we I don't think we knew about this. Kyle and Turner have a final two for like the last few weeks at least. We did not know about this. I think that's interesting, and it makes a lot more of last week make sense mm-hmm. to me. And and I didn't even realize that he was tight with. Kyle and Alyssa until last week. And he said, oh, you guys are like my favorites in the house, whatever. So, you know, that everything's starting to make more sense. But still, Turner's like, do I go against the after party or do I go against the leftovers? And he does what everyone has done to Kyle all season. So how are we going to get rid of your girlfriend, dude? Like, I don't want to make you do it, but like, we got to get rid of her. (laughs) (laughs) And Kyle, again, predictably... No dice. Yeah. Now, uh, this is a complicated situation because I don't blame Turner for early in the week reading the house and thinking, maybe this new alliance isn't, isn't quite what's going to get me to the end. Um, I do. This is where I start to blame Kyle a little bit. Kyle needs to realize, like, come on, man, do you want to win the game or do you, you're not going to go to the end with her. It's one or the other. Yeah. Um, you're either going to spend some time in jury house with her or you're going to win the game. Uh, and both options. He, he's one of the lucky few where both options can sound pretty good there for the most part. (laughs) But, um, he has to realize he, the shot can be taken at her, and as long as he's not implicated, it can be okay. It can totally be okay. Yeah, yeah. He'll probably be probably be next, and he'll probably go and hang out with her in the jury house for the rest of the summer. Yeah. Um. And at the very least, this wasn't Turner telling him like shoot her in the face for me. Correct. Yeah, and and that that's the difference. I, I think Turner realized like what what they were asking of him in the last couple of weeks was insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, Kyle does a good job here and he, he has more equity in this conversation, right? It's a final two. Uh, and he basically moves him off of that. And the, the kicker here is they realize like, well, like we could still get Monty. And now all of a sudden it changes. It all changes with Monty. I, I almost didn't realize how key Monty was to this whole thing. I, did I. Until, and then I realized like, wait, so there's like kind of a final three within the leftovers with Taylor, Brittany, Michael which ends up being the crux of this, there's Kyle, Turner, Alyssa kind of being a final three in a way. And all of a sudden, who's the only player left that really matters? And It's Monty. It's like whoever has him. Kyle, Turner, Monty kind of have a final three. Exactly. So it was a pooch. Yeah, dog pound. Uh, It was kind of a perfect scenario. So they bring him in. And a key bit of Joseph information that actually got spilled. I can't believe he spilled this information. I can't believe he even knew. Yeah, this is wild to me. And I don't. I mean, they didn't didn't even show up before because I don't think they realized how important it was going to be. Where did he hear about this from? Taylor. 
Taylor no. tried to bring him into the final three <laughs> with with Brittany and Michael and make it a final four, essentially. And he said no because he knew that he was with number Monty. four on the pecking order. Well, and he was with Monty pretty much. Yeah. But uh, like I think generally you take those deals when they come to you. You have to. But the fact that it was made so obvious to him that he would have been an add-on. But you know what? That also just shows you how little Joseph really understood how to play the game. That's true. <laughs> um, but that's key information. Huge information to tell everybody. There is a final three in the house. Oh, yeah. And in, in the final three is Michael, who wins literally everything he plays. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's huge information. And they drop this and let Monty know that, you know, this is what's going on. Joseph told us this. Monty trusts Joseph and he realizes, wait, I'm on the outs. So now all of a sudden he reads the, the way the tides are moving and is working in our pooch with the dog pound to get, you know, uh, one of the leftovers out this week. Mm-hmm. Um, huge, 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 huge move. I didn't quite see them being able to pull us off the way they did. I thought Monty was really in with like basically all the leftovers that were in Brochella this week. But maybe it's, so that too. was just by circumstance. I don't know. Uh, admit, I'm shocked. I'm also really impressed, as you keep pointing out, with the ability of some of these house guests to read the tea leaves and know when to move. They don't hesitate. Um, especially since we've watched uh, over five years of Big Brother with people never moving. Correct. Uh, so it's been exciting to see it. I hope this is like is a trendsetter and mm-hmm. people want to keep doing it. And everyone has realized they've had to do it, except for Joseph. Never realized anything. Yes. But they've all all the smart players have realized they've had to, to do this. And I will say the flaw, the only flaw so far in Michael's game is that his main ally is not strong enough. Because if his ally was strong enough in that she could win other win some other things and sort of enact you know, changes when he can't play HOH, then he would be able to act on some of those same instincts we're talking about. He's known that there was gonna he was gonna have to make a move at some point and he mm-hmm. got beaten to it. And you know why he couldn't make a move? Was because there wasn't enough power around him and close enough to him to actually make the move happen. He he's mentioned knowing this needed to happen for three weeks. And three weeks ago we said, Yeah, don't do it yet. You don't have numbers. You can't do it. Yeah. And he never got the numbers. There was never enough powerful players around him to actually make the move happen to i don't i don't remember how bb10 went down but to, all i know is that edit where they all scream at each other i don't know what you're talking about I'm oh, oh, oh wait that edit of like them all screaming no not just her birthday but like the whole season of them screaming at each other i'll, I'll send it to you it's great oh, okay. it's like two minutes um but one thing that is important to point out in Dan's strategy there with the close ally strategy is Memphis never won an HOH that season. I'm not saying you can't get to the end of a season that way. I'm saying Michael needed a partner if he wanted to be the one that changed, that dictated the direction of the rest of the season. He, and he also, uh, he needed some of the seeds that he planted. Like he basically, he needed like Taylor or Monty to win and have in their mind, Kyle screwed this all up for us. He needed that to happen. But instead Kyle was the first mover 
And he got into people's heads and said, Michael's the guy. Michael's the guy we got to yeah. go for, essentially. No, I, th- I think you're right. It's, I just like, I like there were a lot of people who wanted to make this type of move. And at some point, and then, you know, early bird gets the worm. So I'm not the biggest Kyle fan, but I respect the willingness to move. I think, I think Kyle is absolutely an exciting game player. Uh, yeah, because he, he's, he's willing to do whatever. Yeah. So it's interesting in that respect. Um, so now we have a combination of the pound and the after party uh, running the rest of this game, or at least this week. And Turner ends up nominating Brittany and Taylor, two-thirds of the final three that Joseph spilled uh, with the hopes of getting Michael on a back door. It's a good plan. Very good plan. I guess we'll see what happens, but that's the end of the Thursday episode. I'm I'm so sick of people crying when they get nominated. It's awful. It's like you're playing a damn game. You know what you're in for here. Yeah. And then um, all their fans on Twitter are losing their mind. I do find it pretty funny. Basically, whenever someone's crying, they almost always put in a shot of DJ Showtime just like with like a blank look on his face. <laughs> You know how I know he's entered the game, by the way? Have you heard when they like pan him and it goes, Showtime? <laughs> there's like a there's like a showtime drop. He's, I have he's a real player that. of the game now. I have not caught that. Yeah, it happened a couple times, I think, on the Thursday episode. Showtime. Um Yeah, but uh I mean T- Taylor kind of had a lot of breakdowns this episode from I kind of get the not being able to say goodbye to Joseph thing just because basically every Big Brother house guest has said that you kind of lose your mind to a point that you think everyone that's evicted is now dead. <laughs> um, so, like, I kind of get that. Uh, but the idea of, like, she's just been through so much and now she's nominated again. It's like, yeah. Just because you had a tough beginning of the game doesn't mean that you, like you were going to be absolved from playing it in the back end. Correct. She's basically taking like the the mentality of on my daughter's birthday. Yeah. For like everything bad that happens to her. Yeah. Or on my during, daughter's birthday. During Jasmine's birthday week. During Jasmine's birthday month. Yeah. Oh boy. All right. Let's do a couple armchair HOHs here. Uh, who do you want to go with? You want to go Brochella first? Brochella because it's boring. So um, boring. And I maybe this will be a little more exciting. I'm gonna say a C plus. Oh, okay. Give me your thoughts. What did they do besides sit on their hands for a week? Yeah, it, no real impact to the game. Um, I had it as a B minus. <laughs> not much different. Mm. Uh, they accomplished their goal. They control the week. Um, I guess I should give a little bit of bo- of a boost to the fact that like. I don't have to see Jasmine anymore. That's huge. It's honestly huge. I mean, actually, it, here's yeah. You know, I'll even maybe put it up to a B because like they didn't do anything technically wrong here. What were they going to do? Turn on each other, and that makes it better. It it doesn't, right? I th- the I issue think was Taylor's HOH week before. That was the issue. It was the issue. I think taking out Monty would have been a very viable move. Uh. Okay. 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 So. 
that's a fair point. We just talked about how Joseph didn't have the ability to, or sorry, Michael didn't have the ability to turn the game the way he wanted to. Maybe that would have been it because now Monty being in the game might bite him. Yes. Yes, you're Okay, exactly so there right. you go. It, it, it's tough because he really likes Monty. Yeah. Monty's great. You know what I mean? So, ah, that's tough. So, yeah, maybe I'll stick with my B minus. You go to C plus. Uh, you can't predict everything, but, you know, getting a strong player out is a viable option always. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we're at the point where there is a bit of a conundrum of, like, how far are we going to let Jasmine go? And I don't. I don't. The answer blame, could be really late. <laughs> I don't blame people for wanting to have like kind of a dud week where you just send home the annoying floater. Yeah, because they haven't done that much this year. Mm-hmm. It's it's been like blindside, 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 strong player, strong player, and we've loved that. But at some point, the floaters do need to go. Right? Mm-hmm. They need to get a life vest. Grab a life vest. Uh so DJ Showtime. What do you think? Hey. That's exactly what I have too. Uh, perfect week, nearly perfect. Yeah. Well, no, but by perfect week I mean like he did. Oh the, yeah, yeah. The he won everything he could. Yep. Um, got all of the information in the house, literally all of it. Yeah, that's about as good as anyone can do, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, and he took out a theoretical big player. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Uh, I think that he learned as much as he could, like you said. And maybe one of the only flaws is that maybe getting Kyle out is a little more important. Like that's the only thing that could may, maybe make Kyle target instead. Uh, because, but then again, would Joseph have wanted to join in a similar alliance? Probably not. So I take that back. The alliance yeah. was the most important thing for him because now he has an actual stake in the game. Yeah. Which he didn't have before. Yeah. So huge week for him. Absolutely huge. It was messy. Uh the the but unlike the way though played completely in his favor. Correct. It wasn't like Taylor messiness. Taylor's messiness was just like, what do you even th- like what are you even doing? He his was chaotic and sometimes didn't make sense. Like he I, he didn't think it through. Mm-hmm. But he figured it out as he went. It it almost kind of offset the fact that they were living in chaos and his decisions were chaotic. Whereas you contrast that with the Taylor week, what should have been one of the tidiest, cleanest weeks of the season turned into one of the most complicated. Yep. And, and one of the most impactful long term, I think. Mm-hmm. All right. So that was armchair HOH. Um, let's go into whose house? Whose house? You want to go first or second? I'll, you know what? Actually, let me go first this time because you went first for armchair. Okay. So, my number four um, is Michael. Uh, Michael, he he should be higher. Uh, the tide of the house has turned big time. But he, he can't be out of the top four because he can win literally everything he plays. So, if he survives this week, I would be surprised if he's not winning HOH next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, still playing a great game. He got beaten to this big punch. Uh but he's not down. He's not beaten in my mind. Mm. My number four is also Michael. And it's mainly just because he's the top dog on the minority minority side of the house. Um, everything you said of full expectation 
that if he's there to play in next week's HOH, he is the favorite to win. Yep. Um, just because things aren't going his way, we can't take him off this list pretty much. Correct. Absolutely. I think the other spots you can get more situational, mm-hmm. but this uh, he's he's too good not to be up here. Yeah. Um, my next one and number three, it's always a little bit of a wild card. Actually, uh, my my rankings are chaotic. Actually, um, number three, DJ Showtime. Same. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Okay, so DJ Showtime. Um, this is interesting to me. He had a great week. We just talked about what he did. He's in alliance. Just talked about that. He is a ticking time bomb. If things don't go his way and he realizes he needs to make a power move to like change up what's happening in the house, he has the fact that Kyle ex- completely exploited or uh, um, uh, revealed the leftovers to, to everybody. Mm-hmm. So if there's ever any sort of target on him or things aren't going the way he wants, he is immediately able to move that target over to Kyle. Yeah. And that's huge. Absolutely huge. He got so much information capital in this last week that he has that ability and he's not going to be anyone's number one target still for a while. And he is at least capable like could he win another HOH toward in the end stretch here? Sure. I don't see why uh, not. Be, because like I I think I said it last week, he's done better lately. Not saying he's like it, it's not like uh do you remember what's her face? Um God, who was it? Rachel from the alliance with like Brett and I don't even Oh, uh, level six. Level six. And she was like, well, I finished two a couple, a second a couple times. I'm worried people are going to start thinking I'm a comp beast. Yeah. Like, not like that. But he hasn't been, like, last every time and all that. So he's doing a little better there. Your point about, like, not being the top target for anyone anytime soon, he's probably going to get the final five at least. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't see how he won't because right now it just got established that there are two different sides taking a shot at each other, and there is no reason if the other side wins that they would take him out. Yeah. The rare HOH that made a big move that started the chaos that might not be the one who deals with the repercussions anytime soon. Mm-hmm. So good for him. He's a player now. He's in the game. And I'm actually like really excited to see what he does. Yeah. Even 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 though it's like totally random half the time, it seems. Yeah. Um, I think we might end up with the same rankings. I don't think that's ever happened, and that would be kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, number two, this is where we could go in two, two different directions. Monty. Oh. Yeah. Okay, no, we do not have the same rankings. Uh, I did not rank Monty. I, I question this one, so I'm not sold on this. But uh, he was the key to this. He's the key to the next phase of the house. And I think he is probably the best competitor in that in the pound and if you extend the pound out to the after party i think he's the best competitor there and when when and if michael survives this week monty's not the first target almost certainly almost certainly unless he like really like publicly tries to blow up his spot in the leftovers yeah 
He's not the first target. So it's going to be Kyle. It's going to be Turner. And again, he's like, he's just managed to stick around the entire time. And there's always been a threat of winning. I think now we need to see like, okay, you've done a little bit of winning. You need to do some more. Mm-hmm. I'm maybe building a little bit of projection there that he will. But uh, I think this is big. And I think I know who you're going to have number two. And I don't think I can include this person because he's going to be the most obvious target to everybody for multiple reasons. And that number two is Kyle. Yep. Now, here is the reasoning for it. I understand that he's a target. But, I mean, he's the one that made this shift happen. And for the time being, it hasn't it still hasn't been put together that he's the one that made it happen. And Kyle's gameplay, it reminds me, now this will be a wild comparison, but it makes sense because of who we're fans of, but like young Josh Allen running around with his head cut off, boy, occasionally making amazing moves, but, just playing in such a volatile way that like it's just gonna blow up on him. That's where Kyle is at right now. Kyle's a very exciting. <laughs> he's a very exciting big brother player right now who there is no way he can come out of this cleanly. None. Um but for the time being he's still in a power position. So I can't argue he, I, he's eligible to play in HOH next week. True. Yeah, I can't hate on that. Um but yeah, I, I I think the fact that he is the most obvious target, I'm just putting a lot of weight on that. Mm-hmm. And then my number one, and I'm sure your number one is Turner. Yes, um, he's had two really influential HOHs now. Mm-hmm. I know this isn't done, but he's had them at key points in the game. He uses the opportunity to try to make you know decent sized moves during the game. Uh, he is good enough to win competitions, and he's good with everybody somehow. Not going to be after this week, but I think he probably chose the right side for the moment. And it's hard to argue with that. He's in a great spot. He might leave this week not being the number one target. Because I think Kyle and Alyssa are the number one target for the other side. Yeah. Especially especially if, uh, if, if it comes out that Kyle... You know, if, if Turner's in DJ Showtime's ear... And DJ Showtime is the one that reveals what happened with Kyle. He might be able to dictate the way Terrence gives that information out. Yeah. It'd be like, you know, I, I don't know how he would do it necessarily, but in a way that it doesn't implicate Turner that much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So just something to think about. Here's the thing that's really exciting. I have no idea who's going to win this game. Zero. Me neither. Um, Almost everybody's viable except for maybe Alyssa. Yes. Uh, and Brittany, I don't think. Whereas game. I think by this time last year, we knew Xavier was going to win. We did, but yeah, well, it was it was a final eight? It wasn't clear when you got down to five. It was obvious. Mm-hmm. Uh, at six, it wasn't obvious either. But what didn't Tiffany go out? There was Six, there and was then it was obvious a long time that Xavier was leading our rankings. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, totally. Like, but we don't have, with the exception of Michael, for like two weeks, we almost never have like repeat number ones because things are happening. That's a good point. 
Yeah, I guess I'm being very literal when you say it was obvious. Mm-hmm. It became obvious with like four or five people left. And for me, that's really early because it shouldn't become obvious until like final three, really. Yeah. Um, but he had insulated himself so well that it became clear there was no no way to take him down. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the end of our segments, but I do want to do one quick thing here. I think we should check in. We're at final eight, halfway through the game. Which is so funny because it's gonna all like finish within a month here somehow mm-hmm. every year. Uh, what are our teams looking like? Who who who's looking good in terms of winning this thing between the three of us? Okay, so Brendan had Paloma, Joseph, Monty, Boo. Michael, Indy. So he only has Monty Ma- and Michael left. Monty and Michael are two strong picks. Two strong picks. I had Nicole. Oh. <laughs> Turner, Pooch, Alyssa, Jasmine. I got Turner and Alyssa. Turner's a good one. Turner's a good one, but I do not like that. So that means I must have a lot. You have Daniel Amira, Taylor, Kyle, Terrence. Taylor, Kyle, Terrence. Don't like my chance. I, I think I might like my chances the least out of any of those because I think both of Brendan's players can win the game. I think T- Turner can win the game. I think Brendan's easily the favorite here. It's got to be Monty and Michael, but at the same time, uh, a lot of shit can happen here. Monty and Michael are yeah. also the two biggest targets overall. Like I, in theory, am I crazy? Am I crazier? Do you, maybe I missed someone you said, I feel like you only named seven house guests that are still around, but maybe I'm wrong. So I have Terrence. Uh, I already forgot <laughs> Terrence Taylor and Kyle. Kyle. I have Turner and Alyssa. Yeah. Does Brennan have three? Monty, Michael, Indy. No. Um, Who are we missing? Oh, wait. Did someone go undrafted? I think Brittany went undrafted. Brittany went undrafted. (laughs) Wow. There you go. Which means I remember having a discussion during the draft when it came down to the the final three people left, you and I both thought that Jasmine was like a good pick for me, and that yes. age is bad. They they age poorly. Um, you got a sneaky good pick with DJ Showtime and, and clearly, Taylor. Taylor was late too. Yeah, clearly Brittany should have been taken. Yeah. Wow. Crazy. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. On that note. Uh, that was another episode of Podcast of Edo. Please uh, rate, subscribe, listen. What's what's that? Uh, what's that uh, commercial they do uh, about Paramount Plus or like watching the feeds? Easy to find, hard to turn off, something like that. That's kind of like our podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Any podcast platform. Sometimes, come find us. sometimes it's hard to find a new episode from us. But <laughs> yeah, well, not this week. Yeah. Enjoy. All right. Good night, house guests.